Hi. Hi. This is Jonathan Barilla. And Brittany Barilla. Bringing to you the newest episode. I, Ooh, I thought you were going to count it. I know, it throws me off so Ooh, much all the time. I expect you to do it. I know, and I think we're on episode seven. I think this is episode I seven. I don't think that's right. I really it think it's definitely six. right, because last week you said six, and I counted five episodes. This might be episode eight. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I counted a lot of episodes, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Um, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. Our yeah. Christian will be listening day after. Yeah, after so it's tomorrow, so... Merry Christmas post... Merry Post Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, yeah. But we do have two very special guests. Yes. This week has been really wild. Quick recap. We can circle back to some of it, but we had to put down our dog Ruger, and that was yeah, super sad. That was super sad. I, I, feel, I feel bad. Like, I, I probably, I don't know. Britt has a very special connection with him, and I didn't have that special of a connection with him. And he was, was kind of mean to him. I was kind of mean to him. Like, I was kind of a dick. I flipped him off all the time. It was crazy. Yeah, it was really stupid. But, like, like it I don't was... know why you flip <laughs> off a dog. It really irritated me. I know. But, like, losing him and him not being here is like, really affected me. Yeah, it has. It affected yeah. you a lot more than I expected. It yeah. I mean, like, did. I knew that even though you were mean at times, that you still loved him. Yeah, for sure. But, like... It really affected you, particularly when we were in that room. Yeah, yeah, so. Well, and Jonathan was on those, like, I don't know, should we put him down? And I was like, yes. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it, it was a whole roller coaster of, like, thoughts. Yeah, we can circle back to that in a future episode if we want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then all of our middle daughter got her ears pierced, which was freaking hilarious. Yeah, because she didn't know what to expect at first. Well, she, we told her it was going to hurt. Yeah, but I don't think she realized how much it was going to hurt. No, I think she did. I think she has, like, no ability to control, like, her pain reflexes. <laughs> like, sister does a terrible job. Well, and in general, like, any different sensory thing, she has a hard time processing until she's done it a few times. yeah. So I think she's going to be good. But like even after even after the ear piercings, she was like she was like I want a tattoo. Like, yeah. <laughs> but again, I think she likes the idea of like what a tattoo looks like. Yeah. Like the only reason she got her ears pierced was because she wants to be able to wear earrings. That's true. But I don't think she really I don't know. I don't think she really like understands I don't know the process or honestly, I think she's willing to be in pain for it, but I think she still just reacts really big because as soon as they pierced her ears, she screamed. (laughs) It was so funny. Like, and we were at a tattoo parlor in the mall. Yeah. And I mean, like it probably scared small children like out in the food court. (laughs) It was so funny. It was so bad. It was so bad. I know. So, um, but today has been great. Like, uh, this has probably been one of my favorite Christmases. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, the kids were freaking fantastic. They kind of got wild at times, but I mean, normal amount of wild. Um, it, I feel like it's fun because like they're old enough to really talk about like the reason behind Christmas and Jesus and all of that good stuff and like why it's fun to not only get gifts, but to give gifts and, all of that good stuff. So I feel like this Christmas has just been like a lot of fun with them. We got to spend a lot of time with both sides of our family. And tonight's special guests are cousins from Jonathan's side of the family. Um, Jade and Alex. Whoop, whoop. Hi. 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 I appreciate the whoop, whoop. I feel like Jonathan always makes fun of me whenever I no. do fun sound effects like that. No. You definitely do. You playing star me. 
I do not blank stare. Um, so they're in from Dallas and they head home tomorrow. So we thought they would jump on. Of course, I feel like you have one cousin that's going to be wildly jealous. Um, She's like quickly become one of our biggest fans. Our biggest supporters, listeners. Um, Do you know who I'm talking about? I think so. <gasps> yes. Okay, yeah. And I hope she is so offended. Girl, <laughs> go ahead and group text us tomorrow and tell us how offended you are that Jonathan did not immediately know you've become one of our biggest fans. Well. I see you. Don't worry. He doesn't. <laughs> I see you. So do you guys listen a lot? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan. So <laughs> last year, no, at the beginning of this year, I had COVID, and that was all that I listened to <laughs> because I couldn't watch TV oh and I couldn't sleep. So Why couldn't you watch TV? Yeah, because the headache. She had the that headache. COVID headache. Oh, yeah, that COVID headache sucks so bad. So bad. Have you listened, Alex? I'll be honest. Um. <laughs> it's okay the last guest we had has never listened to us either i've i've listened to i listened like the first time my mom like found it on spotify i i remember listening to like maybe 20 30 minutes of like uh like a snippets of episode one or two for a little mm. bit and then i haven't figured it up since but i gotta say like being on here you know with you guys um, never, never really saw this coming, but I gotta say it's a pleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate what you guys put on this podcast because I think there's a lot of value from Aww. it. Um, so I do take, you know, what you guys say and incorporate it into my life. So it is an honor to be here. I'm just very excited. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I appreciate that. That's so sweet to be <laughs> Even, even just like the small snippets I heard though, like I loved hearing you guys just like, perspective on everything it was like very thought-provoking and i don't know if what it is is just being like people around like my age or whatever and i don't know if you've experienced this uh either jade but it's just kind of hard to find that like intellectually like stimulating conversations Mm, and hearing the small piece that i did from you guys like maybe kind of appreciate that and um can you remember what they talked about Ooh, that's a good question. Who knows with an early episode? Yeah. I like to think we're kind of like The Office. Like the first, you know, few are kind of rough, but like it kind of slowly that's gets true. better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because like early on, I think we were trying to go for like more of like a parenting kind of like, uh, yeah. like, you know, spouse, like family driven podcast. But then as it like aged, we were, you know, done talking about that. Not done, because, like, every once in a while we'll incorporate, like, man, I had this idea, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. and, like, we'll get back into well, it. Well, it's but... just, like, we're not that simple. Like, we have a lot of different sides to us. And yeah. So to try to only focus on, like, who we are as mom and dad, like, dang, we have to do that all day. That's so exhausting. Yeah. yeah. Remember that, like, in the beginning, y'all were talking a lot about, like, your family, mm-hmm. like, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Stories about, like, you know, your kids, funny yeah. stories, just, like, parenting <laughs> techniques, too. Uh, I think yeah. I remember that. That part I remember in the beginning. Yeah. Trigger that. Yeah. But um, I think kind of expanding, like opening up, like the topics like this is definitely helpful because you never know. There might be like some teenager out there, you know, kind of listening. Yeah. And like hearing your perspective, hearing that you guys are like parents and then hearing about the open topics that you guys have had, your experiences could kind of help uh, humanize y'all. And that's then what, that's what the hope was, you know, going into this um we kind of just were at the point where we're like, okay, like one day our girls are going to listen, you know, it might not be the moment they get 
you know, their own phones or whatever. Right. But one day they're going to listen and be like, man, you know, mom and dad are trying to figure this out too with us. Like we're in this together. Like we're all learning. Like we're taking these bits of information and putting them into our own parenting <clears throat> skills because like if there was a way, like I know my mom tried to teach me a lot of these lessons throughout life, mm-hmm. but I really didn't understand them until I was put in that situation. And oh, she was like, gosh. man, remember that time I told you to do this? Blah, blah, Alex is like, I'm like, living that right now. It's, yes. it's happening. It's like happening. It's, <laughs> it's so bizarre. Yeah. I, I never knew there was a difference between like knowing a lesson and then understanding <laughs> yeah. it as you go okay. through it. Let me just say there are so many cliches <laughs> that are so true. I'm like, wow. So Let bygones too. be bygones. So like just whatever. <laughs> It'd be like the most obvious stuff yeah. too. And then it doesn't snap until like it occurs. Like until like right after we're like, oh my gosh. It's like, it's funny <laughs> how like something can remain the same. And then just, like, have an entirely different meeting, meaning yes. just added on top of it. It's like a deeper understanding. Right. Well, and I think, so for listeners, it's probably important to note. So Alex is 21 and single mm-hmm. and, you know, living that life, living his best life over there in college and, like, doing that thing. <laughs> Um, and then Jade is very newly engaged and in the like wedding, wedding. I know it's so exciting. It's a good stage of life. And then of course y'all know Jonathan and I are like, have almost been married for nine years. So we're all like, right. (laughs) We're all in very just different stages of life. And, you know, I think it's fun and it's different. I, I, so this was kind of a, what moment, if you will, what the heck moment, I went to lunch with one of my dear friends, yeah, I guess this last week, um, and she just recently started listening to us, and she was like, man, it was just so nice, like, listening to those first several episodes and, like, hearing that, like, you were struggling, <laughs> not because she wanted me to struggle, but she was like, that you didn't have all your crap together, because you always seem like you have your crap together, and I was like, hold on, <laughs> one, thank you, <laughs> that you have the impression that I have my crap together or like that I don't struggle really. Yeah. Um, but I do hope that those podcasts kind of, I don't know, just opens up our lives to everybody. And like, no matter what stage of life you're at, the world is just crazy and we're all just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like there was a lot of moments like, you know, go going through this where I've had to call my parents and be like, man, thank you for showing me how to do this. Or thank you mm-hmm. for, you know, working so hard for us to, you know, have the, you know, Christmas presents. Thank you for, you so know, what he working says so hard. Is, you fed me shake and bake too much, but what he means <laughs> by that is thank you so much. Well, my dad, and you guys don't know this, but um, my dad, <laughs> it is 100% a thing. Uh, my dad always made us either shake and bake meals or hamburger helper meals. And regardless of what he says, those are the two bills. Like tomorrow, he swears be like, that was one of your aunts. No, he is wrong because I remember opening the cabinet and being like, "Man, you know, I'm gonna get crackers or something," and it'd just be like rows and rows of shake and bake. <laughs> oh and gosh. if it wasn't shake and bake, it was hamburger helper. And I was like, "Ugh." Okay. And be like, we're gonna make some shake and bake and scallop potatoes, blah blah. You know how I know that isn't true? How? Because we've been together almost a decade and never have I ever seen you go to the pantry and go, I'm going to get some crackers. <laughs> never. You're not, you don't eat crackers like that. That's not what you said. <laughs> oh, because I'm white. I'm a cracker. Oh, there we go. 
all the jokes. Yeah, hey man, you never know. People people change over time, all right? Was the, the Jonathan was a different man back then. Yeah, <laughs> my taste buds were different. Thanks, Alex. Yeah. Thanks. You know what? Yeah, it's, no. that's one hundred percent right. When you eat the same meal, you know, hamburger helper shaking bake. Yeah, you got to change it up. You know, change it up. Hey, we grew up on hamburger helper and shaking bake yeah, too. Yeah, we're, we're hamburger that helper was family very over much here. So our pantry it was it was that and that's how i know it's the truth because (laughs) they did it on their family too and they had to have been like man uncle ray always made this and it was so good i really don't think your aunt raquel is like oh man your your uncle Raymond eats this all the time. I'm, oh, I'm not even gonna look at these guys. You know what? Is there something that my dad makes that your family tries to recreate? It's a it's a dad thing, is what it is. Because no. our dad made a lot of hamburger helper no, too. I don't think so. Oh, let's no? see. So. No barbecue food. We did shake it big too. I remember. Old, I don't know. I don't think so. Dad, dad always know. talks about hamburger helper though. He'd be like, we'll be um, sitting down like eating pho or whatever. Ooh, I love pho. Right. Okay. Me too. Hold on. You're like, yeah, my dad talks about it. We're sitting down eating pho, and he's talking about Hamburger Helper. That is very different than if you're like, we're sitting down eating Shake and Bake, and my dad brings up Well, no, because, like, sometimes, like, we'll get introspective, you know, like, talk about, like, the good old days, and be like, yeah. Yeah, I remember back in the good old days, we'd always, like, do, like, Hamburger Helper. We'd we'd spice it up. Well, I say spice it up, but we added soy sauce in it sometimes. Barbecue sauce, shake and bake. Yeah, <laughs> we used to have that. We used to have like dirty rice, but I remember I had like a sugar tooth, so I'd mix it up with syrup. So yeah, yes, because he was such a picky eater. We had I to put so syrup on everything. Right, his sorry. his like I, I was... main course for everything was a weenie, <laughs> cut in half with syrup. I was and a very picky eater. I was a very picky eater as a kid. Like that it, is he, so funny. If he didn't like it, he would spew. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I was a little <laughs> snot whenever it came to eating back then. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's a lot of our younger cousins, too, because I know a lot of our younger cousins are real picky eaters. Okay, you, you mean as like a lot of your second cousins, like a lot of your cousins' kids are really picky eaters. Mm-hmm. But see, this is the thing, and it'll never, it never fails because my... I have a niece who's also a very picky eater. And frequently my sister will be like, how do you get your kids to eat everything? I'm like, they don't get an option. <laughs> like, Alex, love you dearly. I would have let you starve. Like, I'm not going to make you a hot yeah. dog with syrup every day. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I don't even know how you came to put the hot dog and the syrup together. <laughs> like, <laughs> out of sugar too, that's one thing I never outgrew. <laughs> and so... It's like, I know from years of working with kids that they're not going to starve themselves. They won't. Yeah, no, that is true. At some point, you will eat. Yeah. And I will play chicken with you until you do. Because I forgot if it was Annabelle or Olive was like, no, daddy's not going to throw my food away. And one of them had said it. He's not gonna throw it away. He's just—he's trying to get you to he's eat. Trying to call I said, Bet. <laughs> Threw it all away. Go to bed. No, Daddy, I'll eat. I said, Okay. Now, since you want to eat, you can either get that food out of the trash and eat it, or you can go to bed. Nuh-uh. I'm not I playing that game. I cannot imagine you made our girls eat out of the trash. They didn't. They went to bed. Ask Annabelle. Mm, I feel like that is so funny. <laughs> hey, that was very much so. Yeah. Yeah. But look, they eat everything. They eat yeah, everything. everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, even it, even it. stuff that they're not supposed to be eating, they eat. Try to eat. <laughs> Stop it! You're eating too much. Yeah, speaking of which, Maggie was eating bosole this weekend. Yeah, and I heard she eats lengua mm-hmm. and manudo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she eats, she everything. eats everything. Maggie is probably 
Like, she is the most diverse palette of the group. Annabelle used to be that way, but the older she's gotten, she's hit or miss, like, some days. But also, she's not growing as fast. Yeah. Like, she told my mom one day, well, probably a month or two ago, she was like, my mom had them, and they were going shopping or whatever, and my mom was like, hey, let's stop for lunch. And she's like, eh, I don't really do lunch. <laughs> yeah. Now, to be fair, she, what she does do is snack all day long. Yes. Yeah. Our kids are definitely snackers. See, nothing wrong with that. Not being a lunch person, I am not a breakfast person. As a, as a person in college, I never woke. I can't remember the last time I woke up in time for breakfast. You know, I had this crazy <laughs> idea. I had this crazy idea in the shower um, one time, and uh, it was because I'm not a breakfast person either. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll do a breakfast burrito, but it's gonna be like a meat option. Was your idea like to put your lunch. George Foreman next to your bed? No. And put some bacon on it. <laughs> no, no, no. And then did you burn your foot? <laughs> no, no. So I had an idea of there should be like a restaurant that sells breakfast food, but like lunch style breakfast food. Like chicken and waffles would be like chicken wings and like waffles, like a hamburger you'd put like in between either waffles or uh, pancakes. Ooh. And, you know, just different things like that. Like, you know, have like a crepe. And that's essentially like in the griddle, right? No, yeah, the, but that's but that's still like a breakfast thing. The, but I'm talking like a hamburger. Is, would be different. Though. Yeah, I'm talking about is like not a hamburger middle. Like like a no no, no. filling for a burger, but like in between, like instead of two buns, it's a waffle. So like you, you still got your beef, you got your lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle. But instead mm. of two slices of bread, it's, it's I feel like, you, like pancakes, waffles, right? right? Yeah, right. I don't think that's gonna hit the same. What would the name of this restaurant be? Ooh, so, so I didn't have like really good ones. <laughs> it was either gonna be um, early morning date, or something like um, I, I I forgot I had them texted out, Damn. and I'll have to look back through my notes because I also I also come up with stand up comedy jokes in the shower and i have brit text them out for me (laughs) oh my gosh that's awesome yeah yeah so like when you brought up shower thoughts earlier i was like oh my gosh this must be like also martina's like a genetic thing Mm -hmm. because jonathan regularly will be like babe babe come in here I need you to type this out for me. <laughs> Document this. Yeah. He's like, I can't. I'll forget if I don't, if you don't write it down, like while I'm in the shower, I'll forget by the time I get out. Like as if he's like lucid dreaming. And he's like, if I don't. You know what? Some of the most creative, best ideas happen literally like sometimes in the most random places, especially when they occur like for the first time that we never expect. Like I remember back in. Uh, high school and stuff when I had to write like a lot of essays I'd have to wait till like 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning because I don't know why but whenever the whenever the hours struck past midnight and the moon rises to the top (laughs) the stars aligned and all of a sudden I'm just able to write just anything dude that's what I loved about the Tron soundtrack so much was like I would put that on and you know the Tron legacy soundtracks like yeah so I would like sit there like be typing scripts when I lived in Dallas. Oh and it would be like, and the sun walked down the stairs like, bah, bah. I was like, yeah, baby. And like, I it would just be so hammering away. And I would read it back the next day for my class and it was terrible. Oh. I was like, this sounds better with music, guys. Trust me. Well, you're like, hold on, let me turn on the soundtrack. Yeah. Hold on, before I get my presentation, teacher, what are you doing? No, trust me, it'll be better this way. <laughs> He's like, why are you putting on that skin tight suit? I'm like, just go with it, bro. Just deal with it. Just roll with it. So <laughs> I will say like science will say that if you do a medial task, that doesn't take a lot of thought process and you're stuck on something, it allows like your back brain to essentially process through it. 
Because it's the funniest thing. And it's something I've kind of realized about. Um, just like, I guess, how my mind works, just how the mind works, just in general. Um, the brain will only do, like, what it thinks it can do. Which is why, like, a productive skill is to, like, if you have, like, a big task to do or, like, a uh, process, you divide it up into small little pieces because it seems more manageable and approachable. And since it seems so like small and like more doable and approachable that way, like your mind's able to like think better because it's like, okay, you know, it's just a small piece, you know, I can do that, you know, but yeah. if it's like too big or whatever, you already set yourself up for failure. It's just like, man, you know, like I don't even know where I'm going to start. It's such a long process. You know, I got to do this and that and that. And this kind of rolls back into what we were talking about earlier about like how certain lessons and stuff don't click until like later on in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes my dad, my dad's been telling me the entire life, like, it's always about, like, the mindset, you know, like, uh, the my kind of mindset you put yourself mm-hmm. in. And I, I've, speaking from experience, the brain will only do and process what it thinks it can do. So, literally, if you believe hard enough, you can do anything, yeah. you can literally do anything. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Well, it's like, I, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Mm. Like... That's just what? <laughs> Why are you gonna laugh at me like that? I'm not laughing at you. Ugh. Like I think if I had a catchphrase, that might be it. I would think so. Right. Anyways, so what, what do you think my catchphrase would be? <laughs> 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 I don't know. It would probably be sexual and inappropriate. I was thinking about that too. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. It's just something sexually inappropriate. <laughs> Plug in anything sexually inappropriate. Um, but yeah, no, like the way that you train your brain to work is is phenomenal. I am one of those people that I never have less than like three different thought processes going. Like the whole like meme that goes around that's like 20 tabs open and six windows or whatever. That is my everyday life. When I asked Jonathan, what are you thinking? And he says nothing. It took me years to accept that he truly is capable of thinking nothing. <laughs> I'm envious. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I don't can, know what that is. Like, there's a lot of times where, like, there's, like, a lot, like, just happening. And then, but, like, if I'm just, like, driving or just listening to a song, Brit's like, what are you thinking about? I'm like, literally nothing. Like, literally, it just looks like a, like a scroll screen of lyrics in my head for the song that we're listening to. Just kind of like living in the moment. Yeah, Not just really that. Yes. I mean it's it's like, it's that. that? I, but I do I do uh agree with you <laughs> and your dad when uh you said that uh you know you, you uh your brain you'll only allow that information to go through. It's like one of the first things I told Britt, you know, when we found out we were pregnant is mm-hmm. you know, this is only gonna be as hard as we make it. Mm-hmm. Like if we have fun, if we go with it, like a a positive relationship, a positive like thought process, good things are gonna happen even when they don't seem like they can happen. Yeah. If we're positive about it, we're gonna make we're gonna get through it. We're gonna laugh through it. We're gonna just propel ourselves to the next option and then hey, we're gonna keep living. And it's always it's always worked out for us. See that hesitation was twins. <laughs> like it's always oh we did have twins no it, i mean it always worked out it just, yeah. yeah twins kind of slowed us down for a minute yeah yeah that was <laughs> a little harder than then <laughs> that wasn't as funny as our other yeah. whose mindset was that and who had to adopt that like who where did that originate oh. between you two me telling that to brit 
because yeah. Brit is the stressor. Brit is, but she, but she naturally does that. Not it's not a bad thing, because everything gets done. Like nothing gets missed. Mm-hmm. So like I'm thankful for that because I need that. But she needs to be reminded to, hey, like, like let's just let's just be. It's gonna happen. I know it's not gonna happen right now, but it's gonna happen. And I mean, but that's why the the lights haven't been changed out in like a month. So. okay so i think people are dynamic right and so things things are never really like simple and and people aren't simple most people aren't simple or i mean i've met some people that are simple but (laughs) (laughs) for me out outside of these walls, right? Outside of this relationship, like the relationship that I have with Jonathan, I'm the calm, right? Like at work and my friendships, like in most of my other relationships, like I'm the calm, steady one. So to be with me is to also accept me for being the storm because you have to have balance. You know, like I can't always be the calm. I have to be able to be that storm sometimes. And so he's my calm. And he is more equipped to like keep that steadiness. But like he doesn't handle outside storms well. Right? Like he outside of this, like because he can handle my storms, thank God. Mm -hmm. But like outside of this relationship, like when people are acting ridiculous, he's like, like, yeah, I'm like, stop. no, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, gonna do I'm this. not a confrontational person, kind of like, like if, you know, people in my past jobs were acting crazy, I'm like, no, nah, like, I'm not, I'm not right. doing that, you know? Whereas, like, like, I see the storm, and I'm like, well, this is where I'm going, take the bull and I walk right back here, right into the middle of that, like, that, that's just how I'm hardwired, but for me to be able to do that all day, every day, and outside of this... I also have to have the space to come back and take all of that energy and take all of that and go, okay, my brain is a constant working computer. Like I, there are times when like, if I'm really overloaded, like the people that work closely with me when we're working on something, I'm slow to answer or like I kind of do a side stare and it's, I, it's not that I'm not listening cause I am, but I'm, I'm trying to process three different things at a time like I'm I'm finding three different solutions and maybe I'm on the cusp of this like B story over here and so it's like keep going and I'm going to process as you're talking and then as soon as I do that it's like okay this one's dealt with here's your answer too like I can do those things simultaneously but then at home sometimes it's just a lot to process and a lot going on and so like I need to be able to kind of like purge all that energy and he can be that stability to say, Hey, whoa, like you're getting dramatic on me. Why? Like, why, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. Of course, the older he gets, he gets a little bit more dramatic. Yeah. I'm very much so like, yeah, you really have. I I, I'm very much so turning into like an old grumpy man (laughs) at like 36. It's crazy. Yeah, like, I'm like, don't drive in my yard, you know, like, you know, (laughs) you walk around, don't park in front of my house, you know, like, I'm really, I'm really like, yeah, it's it's really crazy, but. But I have really only ever known, like, I grew up with a home life that was really 
hectic and loud and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so he, he kind of brought that stability to me. And I mean, almost nine years later, like, I feel like it's finally starting to, <laughs> but it yeah. is like, I think that for those of us that work within storms often and like handle that confrontation and stuff, we also need to be able to come home and like have somebody else be the stable calm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That balance of like when you, when you get into a relationship and as you're looking for a relationship, like Mm -hmm. that balance of like, okay, I can be not necessarily take your work home because if you have a job where you have to take your work home, like get out of there, like, Oh, Leave your work at your I, work. I absolutely bring but, my work home. Yeah, but not. Like it's not like that. Like it's not like. I, but I choose to. I'm not obligated to. I don't have pressures to. I think what I mean. I think what I mean is yes. I think what I mean is like. If if you have if you're if the stress of your job, you're bringing that stress home and kind of like, unloading on your family. Like, like taking don't do it that. out on them. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean by bringing your work home. Like, I'm not talking about, like, oh, like do jobs home at home. Yeah, <laughs> like, everybody does. Everybody does. Um, but finding that balance, that person that can can reflect the good and just kind of bring you back down to earth and bring you back down to, like, your your home life to enjoy your family, to grow with your partner, to do all this stuff. Like, that's what that's what helped us out a lot is, like, we can both – bounce different ideas off of each other both bounce feelings off of each other Mm -hmm. and both grow together and i think that's what's made it it's like nine years sounds like a long time but i'm like i don't feel like i've had enough time with her you know it's it's really crazy well yeah 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 i I think they're like especially and you know you you found your person like you've locked him in pretty much you gotta, you know, finish that last piece of paperwork and all that good stuff. But <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And like as you continue to look, you have to know like who you give to everybody outside of your home all day isn't who you can turn around and give to your home. Like there are pieces of you, yeah. Like there are certain things about me that are true no matter where I'm at and no matter what I'm doing, right? Like my character doesn't change. But like I, I make countless decisions every day at work countless when I come home I do not want to bear the weight of making all the decisions you know like I just don't want to like I'm exhausted I will I will make the decisions that have to be made but I would much prefer if Jonathan can pick up some of those decisions like sometimes he makes decisions and I go eh (laughs) all the time I'm like not all the time (laughs) I don't want okay to be fair though you were still like coming into my parenting flow. Like, that is true. Like two years into that. That is true. But like, even if it's like, what do you want to eat? I'm like, I, I don't care. Like, I just don't want to be the one to make that decision. I'm like wings. She's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I'm down for wings from Wingstop because I like the fries. Ooh, yes, me too. Oh my gosh, third fries in the prime. I don't know what. In the ranch. Yeah. The ranch. It has to do with the, it has their to be the seasoning. Ranch. With their ranch. Oh, yeah. so good. Next level. Yeah, not, I always get Parmesan they seasoning. They have to be... Oh, I don't like the regular one. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry. I, 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 I disagree with you. They're Parmesan. Yeah. If they're yes. soggy, it's Only like, what is this? Yeah. Why do you hate me, Wingstop God? Yeah. 
I just wish that they had more meat on their wings because I'm just like, yeah, because if they overcook them, you get chicken jerky wings and it's like they shrink too. So it's just like, and and they're not cheap, especially like, yeah, my wings are always pure chicken. I feel no. Oh, I she boneless. gets boneless. <laughs> oh, well, there you <laughs> go. Too. It's it's nothing but chicken. But I don't like to eat things off the bone. It feels really barbaric. So I, that's I like a the... whole experience, though. Like yeah. you know, just you're like Mm-mm. you're ravenous. You're hungry. You're just like ravenous. It's an experience. Yeah, yeah I love it. I love wings. That's one I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't like it. I can respect like boneless wings and like chicken strips or whatever, but like <laughs> meat, like off the bones and for me mostly it's the i love the skin that the skin is phenomenal i'm sorry okay the skin is the skin is fine i don't have an issue with the skin as much it's the chicken next to the bone is like slimy oh that's definitely my mom she doesn't like that right or if it's bleeding i say this was (laughs) (laughs) no chicken should not bleed my steak yes my chicken chicken? no yeah and like i say this with all the love in my heart and I'm going to sound so racist. <laughs> oh, but the Asian piece of you, it's what's okay with a slimy chicken. Yeah. No. I, I can. You're, as a, you're right. That did sound so racist. <laughs> as a half Asian, I, so I wait, va- let's, validate this message. Let's add some context. Because yeah. <laughs> that is true. And full disclosure, we are half yes. Chinese, we, they, half I, Mexican. We're only half, but together since we're whole. Like, Both cultures appreciate yes. different slimy textures things? that yeah. air yes. more on the slimy side because yeah. so so I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb here slimy slimy foods are not your Mm-mm. not your forte nope for me i i can respect that there, there are very few slimy foods but like the few that do like cow stomach like from uh, i'm Dimson. about it Dude. i love it oh it's so good yeah i'm, I'm getting cow stomach now. cow stomach yeah yeah okay so okay it's from dim sum like yeah it, it is it's it's the same yeah. as menu though but I it's it's prepared like differently I don't know that I've had it before. I'm, I'm down to try it because Jonathan uh, loves Asian. I love food. it. I, I love it. But I, I think that your observation about like multiple textures in both of those cultural foods mm-hmm. is right, and I never thought of it like that. But you are correct. And okay, this is—I don't know if I live under a rock or something. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> all good things start with that. Go for it. But it's—it's it's kind of fascinating. Some of the foods that I like are prepared differently like mm-hmm. both in asian cuisine and like spanish mexican cuisine yeah. like short ribs Pre- uh, prepared like korean barbecue style like like i'll be whenever it's marinated and stuff slap oh it, go- it goes so hard and then prepared like with the uh, mexican like si- uh, spices and seasonings like the pulitas i never realized that they were the same until like i took a step back and was like wait a second <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I enjoy the same food prepared two different ways. You want me to really blow your mind? Okay. I don't eat ribs. Why? What? I don't eat meat off the bone. Oh. It is gross and okay. barbaric. <laughs> so, I mean, I, so, I mean, we want to talk about barbaric. Yeah. Crawfish <laughs> boil is barbaric. Oh my God. I you know that love. Table? You would, <laughs> you would like, literally... Slanderous is what yes, you're saying. No, no. You would think it was differently if you saw a crawfish boils sometimes. I love crawfish though. boils. Really? really? Why is that not barbaric compared to <laughs> yeah, eating meat off the bone? Rip the head out of the crawfish. You suck juice out of that potatoes. butt. Like. I don't. Okay, so here's the deal. Sucking I don't juice. eat. <laughs> 
So I, <laughs> I don't typically eat the crawfish, but I love the shrimp that comes with it. I love the potatoes. Like I love everything else about so it. Like and I grew up around all the, yeah, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> and the sausage even, and I'm not a big sausage person, but I don't. And here's the thing. It does not bother me at all to see other people eat meat off the bone. Doesn't phase me. Oh, me. Yeah. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I won't. And then I'm too embarrassed to like take the meat off the bone because mm-hmm. then, you know, like people judge you. And I'm like, you say it falls off. So, like, why can't I just eat this with oh, a fork? So you like, oh, like a fork and, like, well, dude, then, I will do the same thing. Because, like, I, also, I don't want stuff on my face. That, that I am not sense. about, I don't want barbecue sauce on my face. Like, that doesn't feel good. No. And no. Mm-mm. I can get on board with that. I feel I like some can. foods should come with a privacy curtain. I, because I, I don't want people staring <laughs> at me as I'm, like, trying to enjoy my food. Yeah. Food some, as thoroughly as I want to. 100%. There, there are some foods that no matter how delicious, no matter how good you look, you just look ugly kind of eating. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That is not your fault. Because yeah. when, when yeah. there's good food, dude, yeah. it, all are equal. It don't matter. Nope. I won't eat it. Nope. I'll take my bag of chips and <laughs> eat Wait, them. You know what I wish? But it doesn't bother me when y'all look like barbarians. Okay, but you said, like, you have a problem eating off the bone. What if, like, they just cut it off the bone and prepare it, it that way? So I will eat the ribs that way. Okay. I will not. The chicken's so slimy. Really? Oh, okay, so it's the sliminess. Of and Jonathan, like, he loves to go to the Asian food places in town that are, like, new and, like, authentic and all this stuff. And, like, I'm talking wide-range Asian yes, foods. Yes, right? I go in and go, is there anything here I will eat? Because like, nah, I will not eat mind. that <laughs> slimy chicken. I can't. That. I can't do it. I so I. I'm eh Man, what about was that? Jug. What was that? I don't love duck. Called? I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. I don't first love it. First Chinese barbecue. Oh, oh too, I love first Chinese. Yeah, us too. I, I have some poor news to break to you. Oh. It closed down. Mm. Worse, it's still open, but the old boss retired, and all yeah. the food is different. It's different. Uh, it's it's not the same. That sucks. That's it's a Chinese different Chinese kitchen here. Yeah, Chinese, Chinese kitchen used to be so good. They moved it over on Milwaukee, got new owners, and now I think they're closed down. Yeah. Oh. Um, you know not, what I miss in Arlington off of Cooper? Sushi, the sushi buffet. I've had it. It's it's very mid. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, but have you had it in the last decade or like 10 years ago whenever he was there? I've had it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, when you were true. there. That's when I, I went, know. like 10 years, 10, 11 <laughs> 10 years ago. ago. Oh, Holy crap. That's crazy. Okay. If you think that's that's good, like, sushi, dude, like, if, when you come back. Was there? When, when you come back to town, right, we got to take you someplace. I can show you the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we both love sushi. Yeah. yeah. Nice. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's not spicy. Really? I love it okay. all. I don't like spicy food. Wait, what's your okay. what's your opinion on raw fish? I'm fine with it. Doesn't bother me. That, you're okay but she with raw likes fish, but you don't like. But she but she says she doesn't like uh, spicy food, but she loves uh, Thai Thai pepper. Oh, like three really? quarters of Thai is like spicy. Oh, but I always order it with no spice. Aww. I say we please prepare it for a white girl. <laughs> <laughs> And they kind of look at me funny, like, where's the white girl? But oh they do gosh. it. <laughs> yeah. I, I do I love, love good food. pad thai. That's also one of the few dishes I like with long noodles. I don't like long noodles. What? Because it, Is it because you it's just don't like... Oh, is it just like huh? also like dirty? Yeah. <laughs> what it's if, not dirty. It's just oh, okay, slurpy. Yeah. Slurpy. Do you, do you like slurpies? Because oh, it's slimy? <laughs> Yeah, I I don't even know that it's the slime factor. It's just I don't like messy food. Like I don't like, 
if I'm going to take a bite, like, I don't like spaghetti, really. Oh, like, I don't like the noodle. Like... I would rather penne noodle. Like, I, just... I, I like tidy food. Yeah. I, I used to be like that, I think, when I was younger. Because I like to think, instead of picky eater, I had a more refined t- palate. With as your a, weenies with that, and yeah, syrup. I was going to say, that led him to eating weenies and syrup. He's got a very sophisticated palate. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Now, now I've, I've widened my range. <laughs> now I eat... I can just imagine Alex on the table with like a monocle and like a little mustache. Mother, can you prepare me the weenie with syrup? And then she throws some freaking chocolate my way. Boy, go get it your damn self. I know. Could you imagine your aunt? I know. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm weird. No, no. I but mean, I will like, try almost anything once. Yeah. No. Well, that's good. Yeah. That, that That is fair. And you know what? I, I can understand that because I was, I was like that when I was younger too. Like whenever I eat spaghetti too, like I hated having like all the sauce on my mouth mm-hmm. afterwards. But now it's different. <laughs> if it's good enough, like I'll just lick that yeah. off, yeah. like off my fingers, off my face. Like I love me a good ramen. Have you guys had shin ramen? Oh my god! There's like the viral recipe where you get a pack of shin ramen. Listeners, you should definitely try this. <laughs> shin ramen. Um... In a separate bowl, so you boil your noodles in a separate bowl, you get the sauce packets, or the seasoning packets, you crack an egg, you put Japanese mayo and um, minced garlic and green onions, pour a little bit of the pasta sauce, or pasta water in it, mix it together, and it's bomb. No that was way. a lot more than I was thinking, but it's, you can Google it, it's there. It's That's crazy. Good. I'd be down to try it. I'd be down to try it. I've been wanting some good ramen. Um, there's a couple of ramen places that opened up in town. I just haven't been to them yet. But um, are they, are we not talking about like ramen noodles that you buy at the store? Yes, but there's like, like a, little cups, cup of noodles. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> no. no. But these are like the. Um, they're probably more popular in like Asian cultures. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have a we have a couple of really cute Asian ones. <sighs> we used to go there and get the sprites where you have to like pop the marble in there. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about? I think it's on Nuh-uh. 50th. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I know what I'm talking about. You go in there and you very clearly do not fit in. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, like, look at you like, mm, do you know what you're getting? Yeah. Uh, which we, I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> we have a, a new pho place in town called uh, Pho Dishes One, and oh, it is yeah. the best. We went from having no pho places to, like, three or four. Yeah, we have, like, four of them oh, now. I have a question. How do you guys fix your pho? Oh, I don't need it. You don't eat pho. That's okay. How do you fix your food? So. <laughs> She's like, I'm no, so done with your okay. stupid food things. <laughs> no, no, no. To each there at no judgment, honestly. Yeah. I don't, pho seems too spicy. No, you don't, no, you can't really have to make it spicy. You, you like make it so spicy, your nose is running sometimes. But yeah, like baby. The, the noodle, like by itself, like as it comes, it's not spicy. Mm. When yeah, you it's add in it, make, it's, it's spicy. People add sriracha yeah, and jalapenos. That's a mistake for me. I don't add jalapenos because I will die. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So is it like, is it like an Asian version of pozole? Yes. I can get down with that. But you don't like the thin noodles. You have to get past that. I mean, I, I get past it for pad thai if it's good enough. Yeah. This is definitely And good I enough. love pozole. Yeah. Yeah. So. You can have that same flavor profile. Like you can make it spicy and you can add. Do you add lemon to your... So I don't make my pasole spicy because I'm a big baby. Okay. 
But I do, like, I do the lemon, the lime, the cilantro, the chips, the cabbage. Like, I, I like the crunch and I like the softness. Like, I love the diverse flavors. In that that all sounds like pho. Yeah, you, I think you would really enjoy it. You can get those same, that same experience with pho. I think for years this has been a possibility and man you've I, never you've just never encouraged me she's always like i'm like i'm like all right then and i'm just like sitting there eating it like but i do he said they're eating it with his nose running and his eyes i'm all sweating dad, like, yeah. my dad is bald and he has to like blot his head <laughs> when he sweats yeah <laughs> that is so funny but yeah i do so i do i mean everything except for the jalapenos inside my pho um, the pho district, pho district one has a build your own pho for like 13 bucks. So I get, um, meatballs and, uh, just pork tender, pork tenderloin in there. And then, uh, I do two big spiral circles of sriracha and then one small spiral circle of the peanut sauce oh. and I mix it all up and then I just go to town I, I thought you were gonna say hoisin sauce I was gonna be like yes yes, yes. But yeah yeah hoisin What's... sauce hoisin sauce and sriracha is pretty popular okay then there's like the hoisin sauce yes oh, okay. okay so I thought it was a peanut sauce because it always tastes like peanutty to me oh, yeah, yeah. but um what whatever the two whatever the two bottles are right there I put both of those okay, in. Okay, yeah. nice. Wait, which, nice. which two bottles? Like the hoisin sriracha? sriracha? And hoisin. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Sriracha and right. hoisin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, I do it right. You, yeah. mix it, you mix it together, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yes. so I do two big circles yes. of sriracha and then one small circle, like like a spiral. Like I just That's whoosh, how you do it. and then whoosh, and then one small circle of I just the hoisin. Do like a pile o sriracha and a pile that, o. That's what I do. I don't swirl it together like that. I'll, I'll I'll take a picture next time and, and send it to you guys of how I prepare mine. Well, I guess we're gonna have to go this week because now I'm like, okay, I'm willing to try five. I know it's not gonna make me cry. And also, I will say. This pho place has some really great boba, and that is so hard to find in Lubbock. Yeah. I will warn you, though, like, they got some pretty long noodles. Are you up to the challenge for that? Right. That's, That's exactly what Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do it for pad thai, so, like, if I like it enough, I'm willing to deal with the noodles. Okay. Well, here's what you can do. You know how they have those little soup spoons? Mm-hmm. You can put the noodles in the soup spoon, add your meat or whatever, vegetables, and then have a spoonful of whatever you want. I feel like a fake if I don't use chopstick at Asian places. You can sack in with the you know chopsticks. I mean? will take your money just the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just like the fact that I am pretty good with them. And so like, I kind of feel like it's like a, I feel, like I feel cool. I, yeah. It it's it's so funny. Cool. It does. It's so much cool. Okay. I, I feel the same way too sometimes. Like back, back when I was like little and stuff, like I wouldn't mind using forks or whatever. But nowadays it's like, Especially if I'm eating with friends right. who don't know how to use chopsticks. They're like, oh, do you need a fork? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I did. That's like exactly what I did. Me yeah. and my friends went to Carrollton one time. We sat down at a Korean barbecue place. Like half of them didn't know how to use chopsticks. And I was just over there just like, just mm. the light. I know, for real. <laughs> you like catch a fly with them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so we had I'm a not Korean. that good with them. But, like, I can handle, like, basic sushi and stuff. Like, I can't eat, like, rice necessarily. Well, unless it's, like, white rice. Yeah. Fried rice falls apart too much for me to, like, actually. And in, in those cases, it. it's okay to use a spoon. Because right. even, even in Asian culture, they do that. But, no, yeah. the, the real, the yeah. final test of, like, true mastery of using <laughs> chopsticks is grabbing freshly made tofu. That, ooh, it literally falls apart. Oh, yeah, I can You have that. to use just the right amount of force. And I think... 
our mom did it one time at the first Chinese barbecue. She grabbed like fresh tofu just perfectly. And since then, she's, she's like, if it's like freshly made, you can grab it with like chopsticks. That's like the peak. Like you've achieved <laughs> chopstick enlightenment. It's like, I, I tried it. It's so hard. I still haven't done it. It's so, it's like, it had to be, I don't know what it is. You gotta have like the right finesse to it. It's like, it has to be perfectly in the middle to grab it. It's you, like impossible. You're either born with it or you're not. You're, no. That's what it is. Not really. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, all of us are born with a certain amount of potential. Once you reach that point, that is it. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> that's you got to mentally tell yourself, I can get this tofu. Like, I do this that's all the time. That's true. Like, there's no big deal. You got to yeah. mind over matter. Yeah, you're right. That is right. true. <laughs> there we go. I, I do not like tofu. I don't really. It doesn't taste like anything. That's yeah. Cool. Well, okay, yeah. so it's a blank canvas, so you have to, like, Put you know, add it. some yeah. pizzazz to it. So, like, they sell, like, the Mapo tofu sauce that you put you know and you add like vegetables it, i would not eat tofu by itself that's disgusting I'm getting it's the sauce tofu. and everything else that makes well, it i know why eat it like why not just put chicken i mean if if you don't do meat that is true yeah that but we true. all do meat so that's true. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I, just, I just like it i think it's, <laughs> it's also for like people i knew this uh, person back in school they had like they were literally allergic to like everything oh, yeah. like they I don't, I don't even think they could go outside and like touch the grass without like oh. breaking out in hives they were allergic to everything short of like necessity like air and water oh. <laughs> bless their hearts but like a lot of people throw tofu in with their pad thai like even if it has chicken in it they mm-hmm. still throw tofu in it too which i mean I'll, I'll eat it like i'm not disgusted by it or anything but i just have never been like man you know what this dish needs it needs tofu <laughs> like i've never yeah. never experienced that i agree Hold yeah. on, let me check the time. Okay. We got about 10 minutes. Oh, man. I know, right? It goes so fast some days. Dang. But, um... Yeah. Like he's all saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so I love... I love to eat. And I wish we had a really good Korean barbecue place here. I heard we were getting one that has... So I guess that there's two different types of Korean barbecue. There's Korean barbecue, just kind of like bring it out to you. But then everyone's like, the new Korean barbecue place that we get in town, you're going to be able to like cook your meat in front of you. I'm like, that's the only... like that. Yeah. I think she closed down because she lost money really quickly. But um, the people who are bringing it it in... And you like put your meat in there. Yeah. Yeah. You cook it on the table like Omi. Like how Omi has... So the other one, they just bring it out to you already made. But I love Korean barbecue and like everything that it stands for. It's so good. Yes. One thing that I really appreciate about Korean barbecue is like the diversity that you can create. Like Mm -hmm. all of the little, I forgot what it's called, but the little side side dishes. dishes, There's so many variations that you can create. You can make. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I love it. Yes. Like that spice with like that lime that poor olive is coughing so much. I might need to give her some medicine. I'll give her some honey when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> so Britt is like a pretty crunchy mom. You know what crunchy moms <laughs> what? are? What? A mildly crunchy mom. Wait, what is that? She's like a nacho crunch mom. <laughs> a crunchy mom means like I believe in like some holistic. Like a full crunchy mom is like a walk barefoot outside for an hour a day or whatever realigned with the earth right but like a mildly crunchy mom is like 
I use some oils. Like I believe in the power of deep breathing. I treat coughs with honey, things like that. Yeah, these poor kids are like coughing up a lung. She's like, just give them some honey. I'm like, (laughs) no, they need cough medicine. Some. Okay. Um, <laughs> you, okay. You laugh. You laugh. You wait till one day and you have a little one with a cough and you're like, I don't know. I can't do anything to get rid of it. And I'm like, freaking give that kid honey. And pharmacists will tell you, like, Zarbies. Zarbies is just straight up honey with like some random chemical in it. I don't know. But and then like, she it's brought holistic. like this. I'm like, it's freaking honey. And then she brought this elderberry juice. I am about the elderberry crap. It's so gross. I have to trick my kids into drinking it. It is gross. But they only have to take it if we're we're really, really sick. And like I don't keep it in stock. No, it it tastes pretty bad. I'll drink when I'm not sick. (laughs) Yeah, no. No. But I will say, one, Jonathan is dramatic in every sense for anything that he thinks is weird. But two, I honey does help. Like Just the basic properties of it is going to coat your throat. Right, really? and so yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, if you if you have a hot tea, yeah. you're gonna put honey in it, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, honey is what coats your throat. So for the children, like to me, I'm like, let's start with honey. If that knocks it out, great. Like done. If now, if they're like really struggling, then yeah, like medicate them. I'm fine with that. I'm just don't. My first reaction isn't drug them up as much as we can. Like, let's try to give them something else. I don't know. None of our kids have ever complained about a spoonful of honey. (laughs) That is very true. Yes, it is very sugary, though, to be fair. So I don't imagine that they'd have a lot to complain about. Right. But also, especially if you use local honey, which is what I usually try to use, unless I can't find any, then I'll use like Texas honey. Mm -hmm. But local honey, if you can get it for your region, also helps with your allergies. Because the bees pollinate in your area, and so it's gonna have like it's like microdosing your allergies. Oh shoot! I've heard that. Yeah. I haven't. That's new. I am I... about honey. <laughs> I I'm love about it. Honey, honey. I am, <laughs> and I even add it to some of my cookies. Whoa. The oatmeal raisin cookies, local honey's in it. You're nice. welcome. You're... <laughs> <laughs> you guys, let us know if you cough. <laughs> Oh, I think I'm a, uh, it's not a cure-all, <laughs> but it helps. Yeah. Why not? I'm I mean, not people survive before. It just we sounds just crazy. It's like these kids are like, uh, uh, like she, slap some honey on that thing. been here, she just coughed. I don't know. She had like six coughs the whole time, and it was like right in succession. So like, why jump straight to medicine? Like, give her some honey, see if it calms her throat. Let her go to sleep. We'll see. I mean, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> but yeah but this was a lot of fun a lot of fun fun. yes we're glad you guys got to join us and just kind of talk and see how it all yeah how it all pans out like i said before like this is this is a pleasant surprise you know i was (laughs) when you guys when you guys said like we'd be on here i wasn't expecting tonight (laughs) it kind of caught me off guard but this was a lot more fun than like i anticipated yeah. So thank you for having us. Oh man, yeah, yeah we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. So, anything that you would like to the put out there, put out there to have on record to say, hey, you know, future Jade, like, or you know, whatever, you know, any bit of advice. Hmm. Oh man, y'all are in such good spots in your life too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Funny you say I that. I go first. Um, <laughs> Jay's like, all right, I'm done. I don't know. There's so many things I have to say. I took a good, I say like a good solid amount, but I really did like take the time to invest in myself and like become very self-aware. And I think that's really paid its dividends in like my relationship. So now it's like, I know what I need. I know when it's time to loop someone in and I know, yeah, I just, it has been helpful. So like if I could give any advice it would be to invest in yourself like and I know that's hard because it's like you want to seek out other external things to you know resolve your own problems but like it's you you're the problem sorry (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) that's awesome well shoot you say something like that you make it hard to end off with something that's equally profound valuable stuff dude I guess if not just me then like anyone out there who's also like trying to put themselves like through college or even anyone who's just trying to like make a better life for themselves i guess um as long as like put your best foot forward and give whatever you're going through your all whatever problem you may be facing you give your best foot forward and you remain true to yourself everything will always turn out the way it needs to be that's yeah. awesome. No matter, no matter, like whatever setbacks you face or how many detours you always have to change. And I remember hearing this from somewhere, but I forgot from whom. It was if the if the first plan fails, or if the first try fails, change the plan. Don't change the goal. Yeah. Especially if it's something outside of your control. So nice. That's awesome. Yep, Mike, drop on that one. <laughs> well, again, we appreciate you guys, and yeah, we look forward to having you on again. We'll have to do this, do this again. Have, have you guys on? <laughs> All right, I love you. I love you.